What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. My mind's playing tricks on me. Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find, but nothing seems to give me sweet Self-Helpless with Kelsey Cook, Delaney Fisher, and Taylor Tomlinson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Self-Helpless <laughs> Podcast. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And I'm Taylor Tomlinson. And Kelsey and I just looked at each other like, is it you? Are you? <laughs> Are you? And Are I you? know it's not me. Let's just be real. <laughs> we don't let Delaney do the intros anymore. Uh, she kind of blew that. Um, you guys know. Uh, if you're new to this podcast, Delaney's terrible at doing the intros. You're all caught up. Welcome to the family. Uh, and you know what? Kelsey, like a couple weeks ago, told me not to slap the table. And did I you just, just fucking did that. Uh, because she's like, yeah, we can hear it. So maybe just try not to. And I'm just, I'm blowing intros and I'm slapping tables. I'm just going to go sit in the corner for yeah. half the episode. It sounds like cool. there's a street musician sitting in on our podcast episodes. It's just like hitting bongos. And I was listening to it back like, what is that sound? And I was like, oh, Delaney. <laughs> Delaney just slapping excited. the table. For I get it. You know those like awful people who like slap their knee when they think something's funny? I'm one of those awful people. But like, you hit I, whatever's loudest. I will hit whatever's near me or like my own body or You're somebody else's slapper. body. I'm totally a thigh slapper. Yes. It's ridiculous that. and uncalled for. And I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love you. Uh, do you have a quotable? Yeah, actually, our, uh, the quotable uh, this week, well, the one that I chose actually is the the first quote that pops up on uh, Happy on Netflix, which we'll be discussing. Yes, and perfect. it is, the Constitution only guarantees the American people the right to pursue happiness. You have to catch it yourself. Good old B. Mm. Franklin. Uh, yeah. B. Franks. Oh, B. B. Franks. Franks. <laughs> the Benny, Benny Franks. Yeah. We, we love, love him. him. Which, <laughs> it's true. The pursuit of happiness can be very unhappy. <laughs> yeah. a real tough oh, time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you got to kind of choose to be. Happy. I love how tough love that quote is. It's just like, look, you you have the opportunity, right? Don't mess it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's on you, yeah. man. Uh, and then I had another one that I pulled from the Happy documentary as well. Um, Try to work so that you'll be able to live your life in tranquility. So more of that balance concept that we're always talking about on this podcast. Like, obviously, you have to work. That's just how society is, right. unless you come into a lot of money it's through scratch dream. Ticket. Yeah, <laughs> it was your Kardashian. Um, but trying to find that balance that you can 
do something that you love and make enough money that you can also have enough time to be happy and pursue other things as well. So even if you love your job, you still have to be able to do things outside of that that make you happy. So got to diversify the ego. Yes. We've talked about. Oh gosh. I, uh, yeah. Any any, uh, treat yourselves and things like that. I have, I feel like I have kind of like a new, segment i know i had a new segment oh you one a new segment every time i, I think know last time i said good shit <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, this week on say what <laughs> i have one called fuck me because we, <laughs> you know we you talk do. about like a lot of like the fuck moments with other people where like that person was an <clears throat> asshole well yeah. i was accidentally an asshole to somebody and i want to talk about oh. it um not like i mean it's a normal asshole-ish thing where you just accidentally cut somebody off like when you're driving yeah. and i did it like real bad and i just felt terrible and like the Aww. lady's honking at me and flipping me off and i'm like i know i'm so sorry <laughs> there's nothing i can do i am a piece of shit and it's like yeah what can you do like in in that moment you either like just you pretend like it's not happening or you flip them off back or you yeah. just apologize and they can't hear you yeah, like it's just like nothing. i'm in a weird spot where i'm like I just have to let you hate me uh, for 30 seconds until this light turns green, you yeah. know? So. Oh, and it's so uncomfortable. It's so... I hate being honked at oh. so much. I had yeah. a similar thing where I was getting off the freeway and I just wasn't paying attention and cars were coming, but there was a lane that was fully open. Like <laughs> I could have turned right and there's a car by me just honking this really loud. And I was like, hey, like I, there are cars coming. And like, and then I looked at this and I was like, oh God. And I said, I'm sorry. You were right. My bad. You're right. Dude. And he's zoom- and you know when like people finally get around you and they just like oh, and you're like oh they're gonna crash and it's gonna be my fault because no. they're just on one now. Dude, this so woman angry. she slowed down so she could look me in the eye and flip me off like wow. that. She was so Whoa. mad to the point where I knew she was staring at me, but I didn't look at her because I was no. scared. You can't. And I was just going, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh. But I didn't want her to see my face. You can do like prayer <laughs> hands, or you're just like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, there's, there's no good way. There's yeah. no good way. Like, hey, I misjudged the amount of time I had to get into this spot. Yeah, it was my bad. But like. Yeah. You can either yeah. you can be me mad all day at me, or you can just get over it. And just, I wish you could hit a button <laughs> on the back of your car. I was going to where say where like li- it lights up yes. and it just goes like my bad, yes. dude. So they know. I was my literally just about button. to say that. like some dashboard buttons that you can either hit and be like, dude, totally on me. Yeah, I, yeah. I accept responsibility, or like, no, fuck you. Yeah. Like, you know, just let them know what you're feeling. And I feel like yeah. driving is one of those things that everybody makes mistakes all the time. Yeah, but when you're the one not making a mistake there's zero compassion oh totally because like, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be an asshole on the road if somebody's like on their phone and they're sitting oh, yeah. at a green light i will honk i will speed around and be like yeah. the fuck man yeah. but oh my god how many times have i been that person on my phone and then i get honked at and i'm like see you know, <laughs> my bad this my is bad. an adorable mistake yeah. <laughs> yeah. so it really no there's <laughs> no a lot way. of compassion on the road absolutely oh, no i'm a terrible person when i drive because yeah no mercy at all i'm just i'm yelling at people i'm yeah. swearing i am just a complete opposite person in my car than yeah. i am outside of my really? car yeah oh, i have a little yeah. road rage I think. oh i definitely have some built up road rage like it's just like every all my frustrations come out on this like yes. stranger in front of me no <laughs> patience that's how i know patience on the road yeah 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 mine kind of varies i i've totaled two cars so i feel like oh, i really yeah i totaled my car when i was 16 and i oh. totaled my car a year and a half ago how 
by being shitty at driving. Uh, oh, no. no. Well, when I was 16, it was it was more of a situational thing where it was like I was turning left uphill and there was like a bush right here and they just come down really fast. It was still my fault for pulling out, but like there were accidents there all the time. Oh, and yeah. I was just 16 and I didn't I didn't pull out fast enough. Oh, okay. Um, and I was like sick at the time and it was just, you know, Oof. so it wasn't that bad. But then like the other time I was driving back from San Diego from a show and I was looking down at my phone because my GPS was rerouting. And the reason it was rerouting is because traffic you know when like traffic just kind of stops yeah and it's in the middle of the night so you don't expect it so it started slowing down and i was looking down and i oh. didn't and i just rammed into the back of this van like full of a family and oh i felt God. horrible and i only spoke to the mom and she was like i mean obviously annoyed but she, to her credit very compassionate about it because i wow, was like i was nice. like weeping i felt so terrible and she was like Yep, no, it's just uh, it's just an unfortunate situation. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so big of you. Uh, wow. I'm sure you hate me. Uh, just this stupid 20-something piece of shit. Uh, but yeah, wow. it's not yeah. great. But I just drive, yeah. I drive so much that I'm like, of course. It's bound to happen kind it's of bound thing. To happen it's like a thing. numbers game. Yeah. So if we go on tour, you're not driving. It's all I'm no. doing. No, okay, no. Okay, great. Yeah, <laughs> you don't drive. You don't do the intros. Yeah. I don't We're do figuing something. it out. Yeah. Kelsey, you're going to have to carry this group. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, there's something I can do. Right here, you're going to have Kelsey. to be team mom, uh, for sure. Guide um, my little chicks. Got my little chicks so crossing that's their my, own. Uh, that's my fuck me. That's your fuck Feel me. free to add to it for next time. Um, I, I like that one. I like actually. that one. Yeah. What was the one you. Oh, I had a good shit. Is that a good Oh, yeah. That's the yeah, good yeah. shit. From I, think last I, time. I think I had a de fuck too, but I forgot what it was. Um, good shit. I mean, I had a very, I had an extra long appointment with my therapist today because usually on the Talkspace app, it's 30 minutes, but mm. she was traveling one week and she's like, so I can't talk to you this week, but do you want to do a longer session? I was like, hell yeah, I do. Oh, that's amazing. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. So I had a long session with her and I had a session with her last week. That was good too. And I, man, I'm really getting to some stuff in therapy right now. You that's guys, exciting. That's between therapy and like phone calls with you two, I'm doing a lot of <laughs> like, I spend most of therapy just going. And then my friend Delaney said, <laughs> and she's like that's a really good point i'm like i know right you just have to sit here and be like uh-huh 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 um yeah no i'm i feel like i'm figuring out a lot of stuff about like my patterns and whatnot mm -hmm. and i've had various conversations with you guys i had i was in reno over the weekend uh and i know there were a few podcast listeners who came out so thank you for doing that um and i was like working on new material but i was also like i was just having like a weird emotional time you know sometimes you're on the road and you're just by yourself and you're oh. in a casino oh. and you're like i don't like it here some creepy dude some creepy dude came up to me when i was sitting and like waiting for a to-go order which is like the last possible time you want anyone to say anything sexual oh. to you and he just came up and he goes so my friend told me no and i was like what and he's like my friend told me not to uh because you're you're obviously uh engaged with someone else and i said yep nice to meet you <laughs> and luckily he took the hint and kind of stumbled off oh, but i was just like oh God. i'm staying in my room the rest of the time oh um, that's the worst when you just feel like you can't leave the confines of your yes. I couldn't leave. Room. Thank God he left because I was waiting for food and I'm not going to abandon food yeah, no. for some creepy dumb. like, all right, we're going to wait for these eggs together. Uh, <laughs> Take a lot more. But I've realized, and I don't know if I talked to you guys about this too, but I've realized I do this in relationships where when it's like newer, I try to jump ship like mm. a few weeks in, mm. uh, which it's happened with every single person I've ever dated. And so the person I'm seeing now, I've seen like, it's been like six weeks and I was 
all last week feeling like this is probably this is probably done like this is probably over and it was completely my own thing like just my own and i i didn't take the time to really think about how i am and how that is a pattern for me Mm. and just through a combination of like talking to you guys and like talking to my therapist i kind of came to that conclusion and was like oh i just need to be aware of the self-destructive patterns i have Mm -hmm, because i think when i start getting like vulnerable i start poking holes and stuff and i go like this isn't gonna work like it's just what's the point and kelsey and i had a talk where you brought up a really good point that really hit me because i haven't really i haven't really tried to date anybody that i didn't know very well since i started doing comedy full-time and traveling all the time in the last like three and a half years and kelsey was telling me she was like yeah she's like i don't know how that would be like trying to like she's like even if i met kane right now like that would be so hard yeah to to be gone all the time and trying to get to know somebody and i was like oh okay cool i'm not like crazy or disinterested or anything like that i'm just having trouble it's hard to build momentum totally when you are gone all the time totally and yeah it's just it's so annoying i just sometimes i just i really just want to be a teacher and be able to like get dinner a couple times a week and like have a normal we've talked about i think we talked about this on the patreon like yeah yeah, but by the way get on patreon everybody uh (laughs) very subtle very subtle slip in there i didn't even plan that um but yeah you were talking about you know just being gone every night and like how how it feels like vacation coming home to cam and i'm like that sounds amazing yeah well it i mean it's hard enough like when you're in the same city every night to have a good relationship and develop one a a new one so Yeah, no, I can't imagine being uh, traveling as much as you guys do and trying mm-hmm. to like stay connected and see each other enough and talk enough. But it's like it's yeah. the weird beginning phase where like, oh, I don't want to talk too much with him and I don't want to talk too little. It's like, right. what's the right amount? But it's like th- all that shit flies out the window in this situation because it's not a conventional situation that you're dating in. Totally. You know? So you kind of have to like make up the rules as you go and what works for you both. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. And kind of have some, you know, some like ground rules and like, hey, you know, like we probably have to talk on the phone and Skype and text way more than people mm. that live in the same city and that yeah. see each other way more often. Like, yeah. I don't, you know, I'm trying to reframe it, actually. I was trying because he's he's busy, too. So it's yeah. like everybody's schedule is rough. Sure. But I try to reframe it. where I was like, why am I trying so hard to like, you know, like make sure this doesn't work out or like make sure to like, I'm just being very controlling of the situation. Mm. And really it's kind of the best situation for me right now. We're like, I'm, I'm so busy and I'm so gone all the time. And it's just like an easy thing. Like it's not, there's not too much pressure on it yet. And I should probably be really enjoying this portion of it. Like as opposed to trying to get to where I'm used to it, which is in the past, like I'm in a relationship really quickly and it's very serious and it's right away. And then it's like, I just start to resent that person because I'm gone all the time and it's, it starts getting in the way of my career or whatever, which feels like such a douchey thing to say, but it does like whenever something doesn't work out with somebody, there is part of it's like, Oh, I skipped this show. I skipped this show. I canceled this for you. Yeah. Like, and it, you can't hold that against people. Cause that was what you wanted to do. But that's right. like the unhealthy yeah. place. You're so what have down. you learned the most? Like, where do you think this kind of stems from? As you mentioned, I think just the need therapy. to control everything. Mm. I think that's really what I've been working on. And that's the good shit, uh, is just getting to a point where I need to realize, like, I can't control anything. Uh, and I'm so busy trying to, and this kind of goes back to something from the documentary today that I loved, which they were talking about happy people recover from Mm, adversity quickly. And that's something I talked to my therapist about where I was like, oh, I just need to 
trust myself to bounce back from things not going the way I want them to, as opposed to clenching so goddamn hard all the time so that nothing bad happens in the first place. Yeah. Goddamn. Because that's what perfection is. So hard. Just like playing defense, just like making sure everything can be perfect. Yes. (laughs) Of course. Nothing's perfect. And then it's that much more devastating when it's not because you were expecting it to be. Whereas if you just like, you know, do your best, but are also like a fucking human being about it and not make yourself, you know, just a lot. (laughs) Being a perfectionist. You're doing good work. Doing good work. That's like going to be my life's work is figuring (laughs) out how to handle the perfectionism. I think, I think every problem in my life, it all comes down to that. Yeah. I yeah. swear to God. It's every day battle. Yeah. Absolutely. Every unhappiness, any uncertainty in my life, it all comes down to the perfectionism. Yeah. 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 Relationships, really career, anything is all about like trying to make everything perfect. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It's very oh, brutal. Man. Well, uh, Kels, what do you got? <laughs> well, <laughs> let me tell you. I Mine is basically all treat yourself stuff. I was telling nice. you guys about it a little bit before we started recording, but yeah. I, uh, I had my consultation with Alex. Yeah. Did we yeah. speak about this last episode that I had my consultation with her? I think you I had it scheduled, maybe. I yeah, I don't think we talked about it because okay. I got mine on Wednesday. Okay. I we've discussed. So if you have not heard our nutrition episode yet, mm-hmm. go back and listen to it because um, Alex Catalano, am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. She was incredible yeah. by far one of the best guests we've ever had she got so many new clients she said that's oh, good. Good. This? she told me at the beginning of our session she goes by the way like i just want you guys to know you have something really special with your podcast because oh. i've gone on a lot of podcasts and i've never gotten so much like business and people reaching out to me wow. oh, that's after so podcast than your guys's our she's listeners like are the best they we really, really are. you guys are seriously you guys are people the best. were taking notes oh i yeah. loved it yeah yeah you go, they're all type a yeah. <laughs> just like because i think most people in general like the idea of going to see a nutritionist at some point in their lives but you mm-hmm. know you kind of drag your feet and you're like i don't know if i want to spend money how do i go to somebody that i know is legit yeah. well we fucking we cut out the middleman for you guys like mm-hmm. we had a great person on that we know is amazing yeah. and it's fucking free yeah you can listen to the episode and learn so much um yeah. and then if you want a more thorough session with her yeah. reach out to her because she's incredible yeah. so i had my session with her um and she she really kind of kicked my ass in terms of like okay this is what you need to try so i'm trying no grains and no sugar for two weeks oh. which is really brutal yeah are you wait are you really allowed to brutal. do fruit you're allowed to do fruit um That's she sugar. really doesn't want me to have fruit Uh, yeah see that sounds like whole 30 yeah i mean so grains as in pasta as in even as (laughs) those are the grainiest grains (laughs) it's so so severe that it's not even like no oatmeal no like brown rice cakes even things that i was eating that i was like oh these are healthy i didn't realize how many grains i was still eating because i cut out bread and i cut out cheese right and so i was like oh i'm fine i'm eating a normal amount but then i really talked to her about it and i was like oh this is actually kind of a lot of grains and i've felt Mm. bloated all the time for months now Mm. um i just feel like i hit winter real hard this year you know (laughs) i hit winter real hard that chocolate (laughs) and that chocolate bought on um and yeah i mean i think i've said before in the podcast that when i moved here three years ago i weighed 15 pounds less than i do right now and which for me oh, is really? like that's quite a big difference because i'm you know yeah, like a petite petite person and yeah. it's a bummer to know that like i could look and feel a lot better but i just have chosen to not 
um, take it as seriously anymore. So sure. I needed somebody like her to kind of keep me accountable, despite the fact that it also makes us want to rebel against it a little oh, bit so more. Much. <laughs> we were talking about that. Oh, um, oh my god! But I started it today, and it's it is really intense. Uh, it's not super fun, but I feel like it's going to make me feel so good that it'll be worth it. Yeah, so, just gotta get over the hump. Yeah. So I went to the store oh. and I bought like frozen spinach for smoothies in the morning Ooh. she dropped uh, off yeah, sorry that was she, just a, <laughs> it's a natural <laughs> reaction <laughs> oh my god uh, she dropped uh. off some protein powder samples that are made of like bone marrow oh shit. and oh, i'm just yeah. like oh my gosh this is so intense so i'll be reporting back to you guys for sure um and then another treat treat yourself is that i dropped 40 bucks on a water bottle which i like never thought in a million years i would ever spend that kind of money on a water bottle yeah. but um one of my best friends is a like a youtube beauty lifestyle guru and she raved about this it's called the swell water bottle they're not a sponsor of ours although i would love for them to be yeah swell Get in if there. you ever want to be part of the podcast hit us up um there are these amazing, uh, like, aluminum bottles that stay, if you put cold water in there, it will stay, like, ice cold. I'm not kidding, like, ice, ice cold for up to 12 hours. Nice. Oh, wow. It's amazing. Uh, and a problem for me is just traveling all the time. I kind of got into a rut where I was just buying water at the airport oh, and, like, yeah. just, it's not good for the environment. It gets expensive. You just feel kind of, like... I just always felt like I was in in the reserves of like, okay, I got to get water when I get to the airport. And, but if I run out there, then where else am I going to get water? And I was just like, just have a bottle of water with oh, you, you yeah. idiot. <laughs> so you're making your life way harder. So anyway. It's really cute. Thanks. Yeah, it's nice. really, it's like marble on the outside. It's, it's beautiful. Nice. So swell water get bottles swell. if you guys get are uh, <laughs> looking for one. I highly yeah. recommend them. Uh, speaking of treat yourselves we all yeah. saw this new movie dear dictator uh, yeah it's a comedy starring who kelsey michael kane <laughs> i love every time you do that uh, katie i'm holmes. never ready for it Katie holmes is in there if you're wondering what she's been doing uh odea rush seth green jason biggs pretty pretty great cast honestly and uh michael kane plays this dictator of an island nation who becomes pen pals with a teenager in america who's uh odea rush to which if you saw ladybird she's like the really pretty uh popular girl in that yes. who's like always tan and yeah. you're just like oh yeah i remember hating you <laughs> yeah. um and like uh, some sort of political turmoil like forces him to like flee from his island and like he goes to her house in it's the suburbs it's a brilliant and, hides out yeah. yeah it really is it could have it's, it's one so of those smart. movies it could have just been a sketch and they were like we're gonna make a whole movie <laughs> yeah um so yeah you guys can you can watch it on dvd or itunes uh it's available now so if you guys want to check it out dear dictator check that out Be check that out all right uh all right let's get into this Dive into the we meat. have been meaning to do this for a while uh yeah. there's a documentary called happy on netflix it's relatively short it's only like an hour 15 or something yeah, it's pretty short it's pretty quick and it's just all about uh you know happiness. people all over the world like being happy finding happiness after different in different situations in different countries and in varying degrees of wealth or poverty yeah. it was you know i wasn't sure if it was going to be that great and i actually got a lot out of it me too i, I took really a lot of notes i took yeah, a lot of notes too. i took a lot of notes and i think it's been out for a while because i think i've watched it 2011 before. okay that yeah. makes a lot of sense because i think i watched this in college okay yeah yeah because i'm like yeah i'm pretty sure i watched this in a class but yeah no it, i i really liked it um i think it brings up some really good points and they do find um uh what do you call it commonalities between people who are happy which i think you can apply to your own life what i thought was 
you know what how i knew it was made in 2011 when they got to the point with the the, the comedian slash educator at the uh, school yeah. i was like oh yeah this is this has been a while yeah oh uh, yeah that dated it a little bit sure i couldn't believe how the they said like dopamine decreases as you get older i didn't yeah. know that did i didn't you know, know that, that either i no. did not know that yeah, yeah your you you your synapses decrease i have it right here yeah slowly using uh dopamine oh yeah uh as you age slowly yeah dopamine synapses not regenerating oh they don't regenerate so you lose yeah. them and they, you, they can't come back yeah so you have to like run more not helping to get me happy. get happy thinking about that yeah <laughs> which can uh, lead to parkinson's so it's the whole use it or lose it that the guy says it kind of applies to your brain mm. that you need to incorporate yeah. activities that force you to use dopamine so you don't use lose those synapses which is basically exercising in novel ways yeah which now happiness is like a muscle yeah yeah That's, yeah yeah, it's, yeah it it's is very interesting so i but i like uh, exercising in novel ways i get very bored with my exercise i will mm -hmm. never be a person who's like i do cardio cardio bar and i've been doing it for seven years every sunday like i yeah. i yeah. have to do belly dancing for a month and then i have to do like yoga in my bedroom and then i have to go on hikes every you know yeah. Yeah. I, I have to always switch up or i get so bored i cannot yeah. just walk on a treadmill and call it a day oh no it's my nightmare yeah. i couldn't do that yeah. that's why being on um the weekly volleyball league has been oh, like a lifesaver it's yeah so much fun i i'm getting to a point i actually wanted your guys' opinion on this because uh i pay 80 dollars for like eight weeks of volleyball nice. and there are uh like in the next three weeks i have shows booked every night that the volleyball games are uh. and there are some of them are local shows and it's like oh man i would rather be at the volleyball game like i'm yeah. sad to miss the volleyball yeah. game but it, they're paid comedy shows and yeah. there's part of me that feels like that's irresponsible to turn down a good paid comedy show mm. but it's um yeah it's kind of a bummer i don't know what can there can you reschedule them can you get a new date for any of them even if it's just one or two for the shows yeah no mm. they're like i mean i can tell you guys afterward what they are yeah. but they're like you know clubs where it's harder you don't yeah. have yeah. that sort of like hey man <laughs> right i got a volleyball Catch game next time. downtown yeah. you know is like, volleyball ongoing or is it just one session and done um it's ongoing okay but it's like i also want to make the most of my money and i yeah. do i just it makes me so happy i had these feelings on the court last week where like after we had like a good rally and maybe i made a good play and i was like wow that i mean it's like a drug it lit yeah. something up in me that i hadn't felt in a long time it's like, nice Ooh. is it the same awesome. day every yeah. week uh it's either wednesdays or thursdays okay so, so maybe changes. going forward you don't you try not to book shows on wednesdays or thursdays and just yeah. try to keep or at it's least so hard it's I mean, so hard you know. i know it's it's or find a volleyball league that has games on mondays and tuesdays that's true you just don't it's it actually so few and far them. or it's way 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 like beach games down in like marina del rey which oh, i'm right. not going to so it's um yeah. it's tough but volleyball uh foosball they just make me feel so good and it's just happiness is that choose happiness yeah i mean try to try to cut yeah. down that's what we're all trying to do right we're yeah. trying to add more things that we enjoy that makes life worth living yeah it's so Gotta hard to find the balance. the balance well and it sounds like what i loved what they were talking about in the documentary about flow experiencing flow yeah that feeling of like whatever makes you yeah you're in the zone you yeah. feel like life is worth living and they were showing people you know like 
exercising or sailing or, yeah. or being creative or cooking. And, uh, if you're experiencing that with volleyball, I mean, yeah. cause I know obviously stand up brings us that, Yeah, but you know, you go through phases with it because stand up is more of like a marriage or something. Yeah. Like, and a job. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and your, your livelihood your depends job. on it. So yeah. it's like, that's that weird line of like have to and love it kind of thing. Yes, yeah. exactly. I feel like I get in the flow with like writing and I feel like I've been in that the last couple of weeks where I've been writing a lot and it feels great. But then once you slip out of it, you're like, Oh no, how do I get back in? Yeah. yeah. So that when they put it in such clear terms in the documentary i was like oh man i know exactly what that is and it yeah. is the best feeling ever Absolutely. and i should probably find some other things that make me feel that way yeah because uh, i don't know i was oh i was gonna do this as a treat yourself uh i got really high when i got home <laughs> yesterday like <laughs> really high with a new vape pen that oh, i yeah. got from higher path and uh, the like, dosist no different one no she got so i got a vape pen also and or a vape that well, i don't know whatever it's a pen and then the other one is like the little doses one yeah. i've just been using that to sleep oh, okay um and this one was the one like you she's like you can use this to get high during the day and uh and i hadn't been high during the day in a really long time probably like since february and i got i got so high like at one point like my sisters got home and i was just laying in the dark and my sister's like how long have you been in here and i started like hysterically laughing and <laughs> and then i was just crying then i was just weeping <laughs> and uh it felt great oh, i was like Jesus. i didn't know i needed all this but it was awesome oh man um, so, so that was that was, last time flow. That was flow. Uh, painting does that for me i forget yes. everything oh, when i paint yeah. time disappears when i paint whether yeah. it's painting my dick mugs or painting on canvas <laughs> or just like doing anything creative I'll so organizing and decluttering i get in that flow oh, like, yes. sure. holy shit it's like snorting cocaine where i could just do it for hours yes yeah. like I, endless yeah like i am still downsizing and i don't have a lot of stuff yeah i don't know <laughs> how you're gonna get rid of cancer you can say but the clothes gotta go yeah. so i thought about that too during because a lot of this w was hitting on i felt like minimalist stuff where this this documentary just makes you feel like a dick for wanting things oh, <laughs> where it's just like this is a rich driver and he's so happy yeah one of his walls is a is a is a tarp tarp yeah, yeah. and he's like way happier than you and they just have they sometimes they just eat rice but they're good <laughs> and you're like oh, open i am an asshole yeah right. it's very anti-consumerism definitely but yes here's the thing about the whole rickshaw driver situation do you think if he was exposed to a different lifestyle for a month that he could go back to that lifestyle and be happy. I thought that too. No, well, ignorance you know, That's the hedonic, right. the hedonic treadmill. Yes. I think when they said if you get used to, if you live a lifestyle, you're going to get used to it and yeah. just want more. You always yes. want to one-up yourself. Yeah. Totally. totally agree with that. That's how like the makeup community just yes. brings in so much money. Because once you get into this level of like consumerism, they'll just keep putting new shit out and make you feel like, oh, I need that. And you forget about the brand new thing you got a week ago that right. back then was the brand new thing. And now a week later, it's constant. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. much it's money. It's mind blowing. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
high. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting the percentages of like how much how much happiness do you have control over uh, mm. control over because they're like it's fifty percent genes so genetic you know whatever oh, yeah. chemical yeah. reactions you got going on ten percent external factors and environmental Only 10%. which is like way less than I thought. Yeah. And then so forty percent uh, intentional behavior so forty percent of happiness you really have a lot of control over more than you think which is really great so just constantly varying what you do change in variety is the biggest uh the biggest uh help with with uh, happiness yeah which is interesting because i'm so i feel like i'm sort of resistant to change Mm. me too i feel like i tend to choose to not be happy just in a subtle way like Mm. i i wrote this out in my journal the other day that i know Certain things always make me happy, like getting good sleep and eating healthy and exercise and writing. And yet I avoid those things like all the time. Why is that? Like I intentionally eat something that's going to make me feel bad just because I want like a sugar rush or something like that. Or I intentionally avoid exercise because I just don't feel like doing it. Even though I know it's going to make me feel good. Right. Why? No, it's Because it's work to be happy. Like it, yeah. it does take effort. I guess so. It does take effort. It's, it's easier. Lazy. Well, it's, I think it's easier to be unhappy. And I have met people and been close to people who are like comfortable being miserable. Yeah. And it's almost right. like, oh man. And I don't think we're like that. I yeah. think sometimes we're just kind of like, oh, I don't want to do I know I could be functioning at a higher level, but I'm tired. Yeah. Um, we also are doing a lot all the time. We're doing so. a lot. Also, yeah. You know what? We're fine. We're, we're fine. Yeah. We've also talked about how you kind of like prepare yourself for the worst when yes. you're too happy. Like sometimes I get so happy happy then i'm like oh my god this is all temporary you know where you oh, kind of like yeah. pre- you're preparing yeah. like oh when when's this gonna end and then you yeah. get in your head about like okay let's just prepare let's not enjoy it too much let's not be too yes. present because right. this is all gonna go to shit eventually you know right. oh my god, i yes. get really really scared about that and i i I, t- I tell you guys that i have like really awful compulsive like thoughts about death that i do not even try to think about death and it's i'm just like oh it's looming over me like at all times i probably need to see like a death specific therapist oh. um but because and i told you i just didn't start getting those feelings until i felt super super happy and content with my life mm. and yeah. then all of a sudden it was like oh my god this is all Could temporary all go away. that is terrifying yeah yeah but maybe it's part of that where it's like you're kind you're of like in lose. this weird in-between phase because yeah if you're so happy and then it, it disappears then you're really really fucked yeah yeah there's something yeah. about happiness you don't trust yeah because yeah. you're like oh this is the universe <laughs> tricking me uh, yeah <laughs> yeah how oh, about the man. woman who was the um the truck the pageant oh she was like a pageant God, queen she dude. was so beautiful and then that was brutal she had uh, an accident where she got like run over by a truck and it crushed her face and she says that she's happier now she's had a bunch of reconstructive surgery she does not look remotely like the same person she's yeah. in a different life yeah um her husband left her like just, oh my god it wow and like that you look story at what she looked like like after the accident and to where she had gotten to yeah i was like oh wow, wow. that's science incredible yeah. Yeah, the absolutely. work they were able to do um and her new husband her new husband's name is happy i mean I that's know. like what what <laughs> the yeah. fuck happened there yeah well the well, the craziest part, the, the truck accident triggered this old trauma from her past Whoa, where yeah. she discovered that she had been molested by her father yeah. and she's still claiming to be happier knowing all this and going through that accident than she was before all of this happened because she's like no longer living in a state of denial. She's it's, it's uh, brought a lot of healing to her. She's like living her authentic self, all these things. And it's like, 
Jesus. Yeah, like you said, like, okay, if that woman can be happy, I'm a fucking asshole when I complain. Yeah. yeah. She's right? like ground. She said she was more grounded and centered and connected. And yeah. I was like, wow. And she was working with other people who were, you know, that was the coolest thing. That that was the thing I got out of it the most, maybe, the, the documentary was just you know the guy at the end working at the hospital for the death and dying oh the yeah dying hospital yeah. uh where he was like giving back he wanted to give back with interest and i thought that was so interesting and and was a kind of a wake-up call for me where i was like oh my gosh like i feel like that's something that i've definitely been missing is that you know some sort of volunteer work or something like yeah. that where you feel like you're contributing yeah as opposed to just like taking all the time yeah and yeah. working on your own stuff and your yeah. own goals comedians are very Absolutely. selfish lives for the most part you know? yeah they're yeah. very we're very like self-centered and self-focused because it's all you about have to just be us unfortunately. yeah yeah like we're working alone in general you are your business and, yeah. and and self-promotion is a big part of that business yeah. and you by yourself on stage is the business like it is you can get so self-centered and so self-absorbed like i remember i was uh, like when i was really deep into it i was doing it a lot i forgot my little sister's birthday and i'm like oh. this should not be happening right i should yeah. not be so over focused on myself that i'm forgetting about the people i love and not seeing them enough or talking to them enough yeah and so if if you're not so conscious about that it can totally totally spiral oh yeah. yeah we all know people where it's already they're far gone they're too, oh, far, gone. too far gone yeah far gone so forever. it's like yeah you gotta really make an effort for that kind of stuff any yeah. any kind of career where like you are your your business and you are yeah. your, your product is really tough and i think that gets romanticized that idea that you like ruin your relationships in order to be successful like mm. you always see that in the in the movie about the origin story oh, yeah devil wears prada yeah devil <laughs> wears prada yes. or, like you know steve jobs is a bad dad or whatever but he's a billionaire like yeah. all that kind of stuff and so there is a degree of that and and it's hard especially with comedy because you want to be like true to who you are but you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings but also like sometimes you're like i'll hurt all the feelings if it <laughs> yeah. means i have three new minutes right um, uh, just so, give it to me yeah. just give it to me uh, oh man yeah. yeah i uh i thought it was really interesting when they talked about how um even though uh, we are living better lives like as far as our environments are better all this stuff that happiness is has been kind of stagnant that basically once your basic needs are met there's mm. not much of a difference between making 50 grand a year versus 50 million a year yes. like once those basic needs are met there's not a whole That's lot so of difference crazy. in happiness which is crazy they yeah. said it's a big difference like you know if you're home if you go from being homeless to making 10 grand a year that's a huge difference obviously yes. because now you know where your meals are coming from right. and all that stuff but once those needs are met and you can pay for you know yeah the basic stuff that's like that blows my mind what do you so you and i are kind of both about to maybe move into new apartments yes that are hopefully upgrades yeah than what we're in right now how does that make you feel hearing that because for me it made me feel like oh should i even bother moving if my my needs are being met but i just want right. something a little bit nicer mm. is it really gonna make that much of a difference but it depends on what your needs are because i know obviously basic human needs food water shelter yes. of course but to me i need natural sunlight yeah that makes me happy yeah. i am not getting that in my apartment yeah. um i need to be able to walk outside in my neighborhood and not feel like i'm going to get robbed or jumped yeah, yeah. that's point. a basic need um i need to be able to i like i like being able to like walk to markets and restaurants yeah, like i'm same. a fucking basic bitch same. like i need ah, that shit yeah i want a dog and our apartment is not pet friendly like they're so i definitely they're not basic needs but they're, they're basic they're, bitch they're needs. basic <laughs> bitch <laughs> needs once your they're, basic bitch needs are oh met, my god 
god. can't get much happier. I think that must be it has to be like a t-shirt of a basic bitch needs. But I think a pyramid. We'll make a pyramid. <laughs> they're simple and basic and small enough to where they're attainable, and I think they will increase my happiness and well-being a lot by just sure. doing a little. Sure, yeah. you know? that makes sense. Just we're gonna be moving probably five or six streets away. It's yeah. really not really? that big of a difference, wow. but it makes a huge difference for our area. Like, yeah, it's crazy. LA is crazy. And also, you're not making different amounts of money. You're just moving into a different situation right. within your means, right? So it still kind of applies. Yeah, to this. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So I, I think I think yeah. you can move. Okay, yeah. So no. I, yeah. No. <laughs> I think it. You, I think you kind of figure out like what makes you the happiest. Yeah. 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 Or, yeah yeah sure. well that's all um, the the extrinsic versus intrinsic goals which extrinsic oh, oh. or money image status which is like mm-hmm. just all career stuff yeah, like, yeah. Oh, damn yeah. It. social in- media social media and then intrinsic goals are personal growth relationships and a desire to help other people and it's so true like even when i moved when i left la and thought i was going to be like this huge mistake uh it just made my life so much better because mm. i was focusing on my relationships with my family yeah. and like personal growth and what was best for me and i wasn't focused on like the image of like i'm in la i'm grinding it out like we're all going to brunch you know like (laughs) i was just like i'm doing what i want your brunch brunch." uh and they were saying like yeah people who focus on intrinsic goals are way happier yes absolutely so you found that basically a lot of the trends having close family and friends and a Mm -hmm. sense of community and get in the flow of something that you enjoy um what did you think about the people who live in like communal situations of course again denmark happiest place on earth of course um so the danish are crushing it they got free health care and free education they live in these like little tribal areas or whatever these you know these communities of people they're like adult sororities (laughs) which i is a nightmare like watching that part i was like absolutely not could not pay me enough totally it is interesting yeah in part like their communities like you only have to cook dinner like once or twice a month because a- a- every yeah. family takes turns like kind of cooking fun. dinner i'd be like excuse me did you cook this with wine <laughs> or with peanuts like i would be the worst person to have in she'd a be community. voted off the island yeah. real quick. <laughs> she gotta go <laughs> she oh cannot God. be here yeah i couldn't go that far to be like uh i could live with a bunch of strangers that become my family but i do i can say that i like as an adult being able to kind of choose your family with your friends totally yeah i spend yeah. a lot more time with my friends and my family and just you end up having more things in common with the people that you choose to be around nothing yeah. against my family my family is great but we're all at very different areas of our lives and have different interests and stuff like that so yeah. uh, maybe i'm being a dick when i say i might enjoy a friend gathering over dinner versus a family oh, gathering over dinner ladies. better i know i'm gonna Spilling get so much shit so much shit at thanksgiving but um no i mean like i don't know yeah, I guess it depends. If I'm like with my like core family members, yeah. I'm like totally down for that. But sometimes the extended family, then you get right. some outliers where you're like, well, I maybe wouldn't have chosen to spend my time with you, but right. you're in my, you know, yeah. family, whatever. Absolutely. Um, what do you guys think about Kiroshi? The Holy death oh by overwork. That gave oh. me so much anxiety. That hit me. Scary, dude. That actually, because I, I was definitely in an overworked feeling today where like I flew back soon as i got home was recording editing our podcast then it wasn't working i just was like Ugh. and then right. watching i went to the grocery store trying to like cram in happy before coming here oh, and yeah. watching that kiroshi part i could feel how tired i was and getting that that oh. burnt out feeling again where i just was like i need to 
lie down on the couch. I can still be hearing happy in the background, but yeah. I need to like just relax a little bit. Yeah. Even the difference of lying down than sitting up does make a little bit of a difference. Totally. But man, that hit hard. hard. Yeah. And for so, people who don't know, it's a, in Japan, they're they're so focused on economical growth and business and they look they work crazy, crazy long hours. And that's like a big focus of, yeah. you know, their yeah. whole society. And yeah, people like it's a common thing for just like men to die at young of ages overwork. of overwork and like heart attack and fatigue and all this crazy stuff and people have just accepted it as like kind of like, the let's norm. think of a word isn't that, that crazy it's, yeah they invented a word for it called karoshi and there are like karoshi ceremonies where people yeah. have lost their yeah. husbands and loved ones to uh, being overworked go and like chant songs and i'm like wow this is nuts terrifying it really freaked me out. i just yeah i'm so glad i have you guys because we help keep each other in check so much more than if we did not have each other. Yeah. Mm. And it's it's really helpful to take a step back and be like, okay. Yeah. I Even you chill. guys were like, I, I, I texted you guys today. Like, I have three comedy shows that I don't want to do. What should I do? They're yeah. like, you don't have to do them. Yeah. We're just, so quick. Just cancel them. Yeah. And um, I canceled two out of the three. I told Taylor because the third one is like, all right, it's paid. And yeah. it's like a friend. And like, okay, whatever. But um, I canceled, you know, the majority. But there's that weird pull still that I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be different this time. Maybe I'll enjoy it. Maybe I'll fall in love with it again. Yeah. Even though the last three years has been the same <laughs> shit over and over, I think I'm magically going to be like, I love it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. You yeah. know, like there's that weird, like little glimmer of hope for whatever reason. But I, but I have learned to just like, I have to like, this has got to be over. I don't know if I can do the whole 10% in type of thing. I think I got to go cold turkey for a while. Yeah, which I think I was you're right. About. Well, and it's so funny because I think it's like you it's like you want to want it it's it's yeah. like how we feel about a more domestic yes normal lifestyle is like we want to want that yeah. but we want this stand-up thing yes. and you want to want the stand-up thing <laughs> yes. but you want this other domestic thing God, yeah true what the fuck right it's just, and if you were here you'd want that right so, you know, yeah right just want what you want and do it yeah yeah it's and hard to admit that you oh i'm sorry go ahead. no i was just gonna say it's hard to admit that i just like want to be in my apartment with my boyfriend and a dog eating that's dinner. okay <laughs> you know like it's i don't okay. know why i don't know why because i Cause think i'm healthy I <laughs> well you live in los angeles where like yes if you lived anywhere else i don't think you'd think twice about it right but yes. because you're surrounded by this culture of like going doing pursuing achieving over yeah it it is like reflecting shit back to you that you don't need right you know what i mean right sorry what were you gonna say oh i just to say that you guys i don't know you can create another name for another segment but whatever <laughs> whatever happened for me with new york that for the first time in three years i decided actively even after i already bought airfare like that takes so much for me to oh, yes like follow through with something after i've bought airfare because i'm really careful with money but i reached out to you guys and i was like i'm feeling super burnt out and like i bought a ticket to new york but i really think i need to just take this month off yeah i feel just the thought of being on that six hour flight and then like the hour and a half lift right into the city i just and like being on no sleep i was like i can't i can't do it right now yeah as much as i love when i get there and being there it's just it is exhausting i am under a lot of pressure every time i'm there because like the shows are high stakes yeah and it's like i i can't i just felt like i actually i cannot do this yeah. and i'm so grateful to have you guys be like yeah you don't need to you're the only person making yourself do this yeah so. yeah oh man that's been that such a, a huge thing i think all three of us have gotten over the course of doing this podcast is just realizing that we are 
the ones making us crazy. Oh, nobody, yeah. nobody who cares about it is, is like work harder. Like, no. you know, everyone's like, take a, take a fucking break. No. Yeah. It's the opposite. It's people telling us like, you can calm down, calm down. Yeah. Like, no. yeah. It's all self. So if you're feeling burnt out, we're giving you permission. Yeah. yeah. Right now. Take break. a break. Oh take a God. nap. Um, thought it was I, interesting. Oh, the, yeah. I, I have, have to, to go. Take oh, okay. Cause I have a show. Um, but are you guys going to finish up? Yes. Okay. We'll cool. Just wrap Bye it up, guys. Like. I'm really sorry that I have to leave. I have a show. <laughs> okay. That's a show. I know. Yeah. I'm not missing that much. Right. No, it's weird. Like we're going to wrap up and in. then, uh, do like the usual. The Perfect. Usual okay. Stuff. We'll plug your socials. For Thank you so much. Yes. Yes. You want to right now. Have fun. Go kill it. Love you. Have fun. Love you. Bye. Bye. Um, Wow, that we've never done this before. Where it's I know. Too. Now I'm. What happens? What if I just burn? I'm looking at you like, who are you? <laughs> wow, I've never seen your face. I know. So close. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, the radicals being less happy when they kind of they delved oh, into a yeah. re- religion a little bit, which we have all oh, discussed. Uh, yes. Um, yes. But yeah, I felt like, uh, yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously the people that are just like so pro-hatred are not happy people of course that makes a lot of sense of course yeah. yeah um did the did watching it make you ask yourself if you're happy absolutely do you think you're absolutely. happy uh yes i think it's so stupid the only thing holding me back from being really happy is ending stand-up wow which yeah. i know that i can do with a, yeah. a simple text you know yeah and um switching my day job which i told you guys the whole plan with that over yeah. the next you know six months to a year yeah once those are kind of like in check i feel like i will be like really living my best life yeah yeah that's exciting you? yeah i feel like i can i can, i'm already very happy but i know i can tweak a couple things to where i really feel like fulfilled every single day on a daily basis and not going through the motions i hate that feeling of just like very being robotic yes waking up just doing it uh, and not feeling alive like not feeling you know there yeah and i want to eliminate anything that makes me feel that way totally so yeah what about you um yeah (laughs) i was like (laughs) i think i'm happy which probably (laughs) means that like some things need to change but um a lot of it for me has been like my home and not really feeling like i have a a home yes because i've gone back and forth you know telling you and taylor like i think i'm moving to new york i think i need to get to new york and then now we've got this amazing situation with our podcast where it's doing so well and we have this beautiful recording space and kane just took a job that he loves and all of a sudden it's like it doesn't make any sense anymore to completely uproot and go to new york but i've also expressed a lot of like disdain for LA and just it's tough because you and Taylor are from California originally yes and even though you're not neither of you are from like LA proper right I think just the state of California has a certain vibe that if you are from here especially Southern California sure it does kind of probably feel more like home to you whereas for me Washington State is like nothing like California I mean just every part of it the way it looks, the weather, the people, it, no part of it. And so yeah. it's been tough for me because I feel like I've been patient. I've lived here for over three years and I still have had a hard time connecting to this city. And mm. just so I think that's kind of kept me in this weird limbo. Like what you talk about, um, what you just said about just kind of like waiting for something to happen to feel happy. Yeah. Where you're almost just like 
like days are just disposable. We are just like, I'm just trying to get through the days to, till I get to the place where I'm happy. I don't right. want to live like that. Right. Um, so that's why we've been talking about trying to move into a nicer place that I'm like looking yes. forward to coming home to more. Um, I'm so, I'm exactly like you where just very basic bitch. Like I want to walk out. Like they're building a new whole foods in Burbank. I'm like, yeah. if I could walk to a whole foods, like, <laughs> I would be so happy. Life change. And Boom. also I would just, yeah. I would be healthier if I could be within a walking distance of whole foods. I would eat healthier i yeah i just yeah there are certain things that i mean if kane and i can afford to make a move it would really help a lot i think you should i think that whole kind of in between thing i think you need to kind of make the decision to be grounded here and you probably yes. haven't made that decision you've been like well te- everything has kind of felt in- temporary yes well, you even told me that you guys have been here for three years and you had just purchased like a dresser or something that you felt like this is a real piece of furniture you oh, know what i mean yes well and I, we just got new bedding like yeah every, every part of our apartment to me had been like temporary yes it had all just been like okay well let's just get this in here now it's like it's 10 bucks you know so we have something to like set a picture frame on right but it wasn't i didn't really have anything in that apartment that felt like home to me or important and i'm telling you i really hope that brooklinen sponsors us at some point because those <laughs> brooklinen sheets are the best sheets i've ever slept on nice. in my life like they're nicer than hotel sheets they are the best 200 bucks i've ever spent but again it's hard for me to spend that kind of money because i feel guilty yeah but it's like we could afford a nicer place if i wasn't making you know 200 dollars sheet purchases every month (laughs) so if i'm just looking at that it's like okay that's a one-time thing that'll last you for years you use it every day oh use it every day yeah it's worth it they're so amazing i'm telling you like again we are not sponsored by brooklinen but if you (laughs) want some new sheets that really are going to just make you feel like so much more well rested and like happy in bed yeah well the nice yeah the nice thing is like especially this is what i love about minimalism if you get you really get down to like the bare necessities plus a few things that you love and enjoy you you're gonna spend less money yes on stuff and the the money that you do spend is gonna be so worth it because you're gonna know it's really important to you yeah because like the uh, once i got rid of like like 70 percent of my belongings uh the past couple years I I think completely differently. Like really? before I buy something, I'm like, do I love it? I will let it sit there in a shop for a couple of weeks before I buy something. Wow. Yeah. That's or, such a great method. Yeah. Or, you know, if I've like, I know, I know I love this because I know what it feels like when I love something, I will get it. But yeah. I, I'm very choosy about what I bring into my home. Yeah. And things are, oh, you know, you're always acquiring stuff through holidays and birthdays and stuff like that. I always have just a constant stream of stuff leaving my apartment. Yeah. Because I yeah i don't want to hold on to anything so yeah having nice sheets that you enjoy that's uh, that's so it worth makes it them it's less like, disposable yeah instead of buying like 20 that is a piece of shit and then you have just 20 awful sheets that you hate in your closet yeah right also from a financial point of view if you're kind of like me and you get all weird about like spending too much money um i've probably spent more money on like disposable shitty bedding in the last couple years yes than if i would have just from the get-go bought nice sheets exactly once and taking good care of them instead of going to ikea and getting like the same shitty 40 dollar comforter over and over that gets gross within like five washes exactly so um this is also we we talked about that we wanted to share this with listeners oh speaking of home stuff so last i think it was last episode i said that one of my treat myself was to get an essential oil diffuser yeah and then um i found out through um a friend on instagram that they are actually incredibly toxic to pets 
to dogs and cats. So um, unbelievable! How can yeah. they not have the warning on? I don't do know. They have this a warning? is not more. No, I didn't see anything it's on so there. So weird to me. It's such a bummer that this isn't more well known, and it worries me for. I mean, because I feel like I'm a, a really good pet owner, but I had no idea. No idea. I've been pumping these essential oils into the air for like two weeks. Yeah. Um, and what they said is that it it really builds up in animal systems, and they cannot break it down and it's lethal like it will kill them that is fucking awful i don't know how that can't that is allowed to not be written somewhere like I hey know. if you're a pet owner do your research or whatever i know it can cause uh, uh like skin rashes and reactions and all kinds of stuff but i'm very and and I, I you know i read deeper into it and of course there's like these might be okay these might not keep it in a safe room but once i hear something like that i'm like it's all or nothing dude exactly. if i have a pet it is not worth having this around for me to smell peppermint every once in a while dude. if it's gonna hurt my dog so i I'm, exactly. I'm really sad because I love my oil diffuser. Me too. I use it on a daily basis, but Cam and I are going to adopt a dog uh, when we get, get Yay, to our new apartment. So, so I'm like, babe, this is the last few months with our oil diffuser. We got to enjoy it because once we're, you know, yeah. once we get a dog, like, it's it's not worth it to me. Me too. So. I felt the exact same way where the parts was like, well, I mean, you can keep it in one room and just make sure that your pets never go in that room i'm like you know what i'm not i'm not gonna be able to enjoy that at all i'm gonna be having anxiety attacks that they're like somehow breathing it in from under the door and i just it's just not worth it um so super bummed uh, but yeah if you know anything i know that some people kind of wrote wrote in about like on the facebook group if you know anything else about essential oils or anything that might be pet friendly or like an alternative i would like to know just because i like my apartment smelling good so if there's something else that you guys use that you know somebody told you is like a good alternative whether it's a certain candle or something please tell us because our basic bitch asses are gonna miss that shit (laughs) i know and then one of my friends told me that candles are now bad because like the soot like the black stuff that comes up gets in your lungs and doesn't go anywhere and i'm like oh great god damn it what can what can we have just open the windows and bake a pie i guess that's (laughs) where you get to smell delicious because i'm obsessed (laughs) with good smells i really like that affects my mood so much yeah but now i don't know what's safe and what's not safe for the pets it's yeah driving me crazy or for us if we're breathing in fucking soot right like what is this please tell us seriously self-help like working podcast. in a coal mine or something yeah. i'm like why oh, i don't want to be worried about this i want to light some cinnamon <laughs> bun candle from bath and body works not think twice about it yeah, yeah please uh write into self-helpless podcast at gmail.com if you know of any alternatives that are yeah friendly for maybe our we bodies. can put little essential oil drops in our car because cars like oh, no yeah. pets. Well, I mean, oh. you take your dog in your car. Yeah, I'd probably Fox, take my dog. See? I plan on taking that guy everywhere. Shit. Yeah, it's no. so tough. It's really weird. I forgot to bring. I was going to give it to Taylor because she doesn't have any pets. So oh yeah, I have to give that to her the next, next time. Here, but um, just be aware of that, you guys. Yeah. If you have an essential oil diffuser at home and you have pets, just do it. Be careful. Oh. Uh, another thing i wanted to give uh, some of those what, what was that town called Otnawa? Otnawa? <gasps> they were so cute those I little ladies them. that are just bffs yeah. um so living an, on this island right yeah it's an island community in japan so like part of japan is you know tokyo where they are the most overworked and some of the most unhappy and yeah. then there's a part of japan where it is uh some of the happiest and the people who live the longest in the world live on this island so crazy this yeah 
crazy they right? are just adorable and it's just like yeah your neighbors are your best friends and that's how we live and you can tell like they're all very, really really close women it. yeah and um yeah they have they don't they don't know exactly why that there's so many they have they have more um over 100 year olds on that island than anywhere else in the world and they're like yeah crazy we just you know enjoy each other's company and yeah all, it's mo- mostly about like tranquil <laughs> tranquility and enjoying yourself i'm like Oh shit, they're doing something right. We need to bring some of that over yeah. here. We can just ship a couple of those people over to like be guest speakers at every oh, every community in America. Know. That would be great. I um, was um I was laughing at parts of the documentary because a lot of it, you know, is showing like impoverished areas or these other areas where it's like nicer, but everything they're not speaking any English, so it's just all um translated and subtitles and i just thought it'd be so like what if in the impoverished areas the guy's like i hate my neighbors like (laughs) i fucking hate our home so much but they're just like we're just gonna make it look like this guy's super happy that's for the effect of this documentary but no i mean they all do genuinely seem like incredibly yeah happy which is it's it doesn't it does make you feel like shit totally you're like well, i have so many great things and these people have nothing and they're blissful it's super yeah it's such a weird it's a weird concept because to me like the line between enlightenment and like crazy or manic is kind of a thin line yeah Where, like you you hear about those people oh that person up and quit their job and moved to hawaii and yeah. then now they sell ice cream cones you know what i mean like you <laughs> right. sometimes your initial thoughts like whoa that person went fucking yeah. ape shit yeah. but or they could just be like i hate my job i hate my life i'm gonna go do something about it and yeah. fuck everything yeah. bye and now they're just living the best life ever yeah so it's one of those things where maybe something that you you think is crazy or something that you know somebody else thinks is crazy is the most sane thing you can do god you're right right like it's just yeah. that weird like that one guy who just likes to surf all day every yeah. day and lives in a very small place yeah and it's like yeah i like surfing with my son on the beach yeah uh you know or the the people i think was it louisiana or something where they just oh my god like yeah they, they catch crab they catch crab and they have family dinners once a, once a week with their whole neighborhood yeah, it's like just eating on newspaper i mean yeah <laughs> they look so happy yeah yeah it's it's kind of and then of course the the contrast between interviewing people on like wall street where it's like what do you want i want success and happiness and money okay what do you think is making make you more happy more money you know it's like yeah deadpan like did not see how that could be yeah (laughs) i know it's uh i think a big takeaway in general from the documentary is the importance of having amazing people in your life and like how much true happiness friendship brings and you and i both have these very like long friendships in our lives oh, yeah. and dude my time with them i mean i i talked about it that recently i got to spend the last couple weekends in a row with my best friends from home and it is there's nothing like it no it's the best no i'm so happy oh yeah. it makes me want to drink more which yeah. is not like necessarily a great <laughs> thing makes you want to celebrate yeah and i don't want to try to tell everybody on the podcast to drink more but <laughs> that's not healthy but it just I, yeah. I don't know i feel like i loosen up more a lot yeah around them i'm not so focused on work i'm more focused on how can we make the most of this time i get so present because yes. yes. it's like 
we all are busy. We only have like this weekend together. So every right. moment I with them, I'm like, okay, I don't want to be on my phone. I don't want to be doing something like some bullshit thing that I could do any other time. Like, let's do something cool because we're all together. Yeah. I love no, it. You, uh, I, I never feel more like connected or alive or present than when you have a really good conversation with somebody yeah. close to you. <laughs> and like right now. Right, right now. <laughs> yeah, we're touching. Um, yeah. No, my best friend, Melissa, every time we go to brunch, we end up just crying and drinking. You know, like it's <laughs> we end up in that little long spiral yeah. conversation about our lives and how much we love each other. And yeah, Aww. we always end up just like in tears like this was such a great day you know? <laughs> it was just like that. us sitting somewhere yeah. you know with like a nice view or something but yeah just the, the simple things dude. i that's the thing uh i i really have no interest in owning a home or like accumulating stuff i'm like i it brings me a lot of anxiety just to even think about feeling trapped or tied down or stuck yeah and that's what stuff makes me feel and you know cam has mentioned like you know he'd like to own a house one day and all that stuff and i was like okay i get it like that's if that's like your dream like we'll make that happen and right. stuff like that but if it was up to me i would just live in like a really nice small apartment indefinitely right and just have everything really small and just be able to maintain right you know, i never want to try to like live beyond my means i never totally. want to bite off more than i can chew with like i'm gonna get this house because i really love it but i can't afford it so yeah. i'm just gonna what we'll see i just don't i don't want to i think a lot of people can create stress for themselves as adults whether it's like what what society tells you to do like oh you gotta get married and then buy a house and have two yeah. and a half children you don't have to do those things and if you feel pressure to do those things you should probably ask yourself why yeah where's the pressure coming from and do those people look happy that rush into all that stuff god you're right because yeah. like here's the thing i don't i don't see a lot of good examples of yeah. people who have those lifestyles who are truly genuinely happy agreed and that i hopefully nobody takes offense to that it, like personally but um yeah. I, I just it might not be you you might be not, genuinely happy. yeah it might not be you i've just seen there's a there's there's more examples that i don't want than what i do want of course there's some great ones out there but yeah until i see more of the good ones uh i'm i'm very wary of making yeah. those next steps yeah how do you feel about that uh exact same okay. i just think about that today there's a i was walking through the airport and there's a mom with a kid that looked maybe like three years old and he was throwing a huge tantrum just yeah. like sitting on the floor screaming in the middle of the airport and i was like oh my god that looks like <laughs> such a fucking nightmare yeah and i really i struggle with that all the time with um with having kids and there's a lot of times where i'm like yeah i think i'd, I'd really like that and i think yeah. i'd be a really good mom and there's other times where i'm like do I just think that because everybody does that? Right. I was thinking, I wish that it was less common to have kids. I wish it seemed like more of a choice. Ah, you know, that's interesting. That's Because people say it is a choice and it is, but there is a lot of pressure. In oh, society. yeah. It's still very, very common to have kids oh yeah more often than to not. Absolutely. So I wonder if it wasn't so common if I um, would want them. You Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm definitely still on the fence about that. Yeah. I don't know. I go back and forth. I'm, yeah. I'm leaning towards yes, just because I think that's that's where I'd like. I think uh, when I think about the pros and cons of like, you know, living like on the road and doing stand ups, yeah. like there's such great highs doing that and such really great things that you get to experience that 
experience and then if you're you know living the more conventional lifestyle there's some things that like well if i'm gonna live this lifestyle right there's some things that i want to experience just because i can take advantage of it which is like adopting a dog you know like stuff like that where like i would not be able to do that or want to do that if i was gone all the time because you know not around for it um so i think that you know my life will kind of lead towards the kids realm just because i'll i'll feel more equipped to like be around for that to happen yeah yeah but shit and you'd be a great mom oh thanks you would too i'm a good good cat mom that's the thing like i'm a good cat mom i'm a very good cat mom you are but demons are different (laughs) small children different oh one other thing okay um uh, i thought it was really interesting when uh they did some kind of a study i can't remember what, what it was but when you put a group of people in a room together a group of strangers and you ask them okay you have the opportunity you can either cooperate with each other or you can compete against each other what do you all want to do and most the, most of the time they say cooperate yeah they want to collaborate what uh, i thought it was a nice i thought it was a really nice yeah. uh kind of um I don't know. It's a nice peek into humanity, I guess. Sure, like yeah. Just like what's inside of you. Like our, our nature is be- we want to be yeah. communal and helpful with each other versus be total dickheads. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so absolutely. So, that is really nice to see that. Yeah. If you ever feel like you're going against the, that, like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm competing or I'm, you know, with this person. Like if it feels weird or unnatural, it's against our nature. Yeah. We should be more communal and uh. tribal oh i like the gratefulness practices too we all gotta practice the gratefulness practicing gratitude yes um i really liked it i did too i I felt like that was it's an easy uh it's an easy watch oh yeah it's very helpful um so this episode is coming out next week on the 14th so ooh, i'm going to vegas next weekend for um my for kane's sister's wedding that'll be so fun and you are you're in you're i'm here i'm them dick mugs i have yeah i have one more show on my calendar that i'm going to do and then after that i'm indefinitely taking a break from stand-up i thought that i could thank you having it out yeah i thought that i could kind of keep it around like one to ten percent but i'm gonna go cold turkey indefinitely until i really want to get back up doing it um and then yeah my special will be coming out soon it's it's done and i'll be making an announcement soon where you can where you can catch it and um, yeah, again, Dicks by Delaney is going to be launching this summer. Yay. Yeah. Um, also, our second Patreon episode yes. went up today. Um, and uh, so, yeah, just again, if you haven't heard heard the spiel about it, it's five bunks. Five bunks. Bunks. You can five, bunk with us, baby. Five bucks a month <laughs> for two bonus episodes where we answer your guys' amazing emails into us. So yeah. uh, Or if five bucks is too hefty, which I understand, uh, you can just donate a dollar a month um, to to us or any other favorite artist on there. Yeah. So you can just like just sponsor us for a dollar just to, you know, yeah. to go towards our, our long-term goals for the pod. Yeah. Um, so go check that out. Subscribe to us on iTunes if you haven't yet. Um, take a second to give us that five star rating and review. They go up literally every day. It's it makes me so happy. Very nice. I check it compulsively. <laughs> um, so do that if you can. It really does help the show. Yeah. And um, I'm at Kelsey Cook on Twitter, at Kelsey Cook Comedy on Instagram, and KelseyCook.com for tour dates. I'm at Delaney Fisher on all the things and DelaneyFisher.com. Yay! Yay! Um, Taylor is at T Tom Comedy on Instagram, at oh, Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter, TTomComedy.com for tour dates. And I am almost 100% sure that this is the weekend. This coming weekend is when she's headlining at Comedy Works in Denver. So oh, uh, definitely be sure to go see her there. It's such an amazing club and she's going to crush it. So um, I think that's it. Boom. Boom! Love you guys. Love you guys. We'll talk Bye. to you next week. Bye.
Why, why?